All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. We are having all the fun with the new ship. Uh, Zareth, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm apparently, you've already spoiled it, Solo. I'm having, <laughs> having all the fun with the new ship. <laughs> It's better than none of the fun. Um, yeah, I, which I is thought... what happens in TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's actually I'm not having fun with the new ship. Um, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm also not not having fun. Like it's it's just been fun. It's interesting to see the the collective like joy and hope and collective like the outrage that we're all they're all I don't know the whole community is just like. <laughs> Riding the waves of emotions about a ship that no one asked for. <laughs> that, yes, sums it up well. Uh, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. It's it's very clearly touching on all of the meta. Um, so we have to figure out what we're going to do this week on defense. <laughs> well, I should say you probably do. I haven't had profundity on defense ever um so <laughs> one of us have to figure out what to do with with uh the fleet defense um yeah it's it's gonna be interesting i'm so my question when i when because i i know how you were gonna react to this um is it too early to have a more solid profundity counter um, it feels a little early, honestly, but like, well, when did it come out? It, it was like, like summer sometime? Uh, end of August. Summer. Yeah, it was announced in July, came out end of August. Hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on how much easier, you know, <laughs> like if it's incrementally easier, then I, I guess that's okay. Especially if it's not a hundred percent. Yeah, then that, so, that's okay. Especially if it costs banners, like that's that's the other piece. Is if it's, it's real expensive, then it, then it becomes an interesting discussion. If it's just like, oh yeah, it swallows the the profundity hole for seventy five banners, like that would be a travesty in my opinion. Yeah, I well, I can guarantee you, I've tested like every lineup you can. You're not getting out of there with seventy five banners. Um, it's a, you can try, try as you might. Uh, you're not going to get out of there with a 75 banner counter. Uh, if for no other reason that if you're using tie bomber, you want four reinforcements. So the highest you can get is a 73. Okay. Um, but so it, it is interesting because if you look at like the statistics of the current empire counter, because I, I did just out of curiosity, um, and you know, there's there's multiple different lineups, mm-hmm. but the top two counters, which are basically the same starting lineup, it's the Sith Bomber with Vader and Palp, and then it's just do you bring two or three reinforcements? Uh 78% winning percentage or higher. What was that? 78% or uh before the scythe? Uh yeah, seventy eight percent before the scythe. Now, yeah. there there are a couple of variations, and you know, so if you have four reinforcements, it drops down to seventy two percent, even against the same lineups. Which uh, 
who knows um <laughs> why why extra reinforcements would matter other than maybe people are playing it wrong but i mean all the counters are over 70 percent all right, so there's a few different factors here. Um, number one, the, the people who know how to do those counters are going to be more skilled than average, and yeah. not everyone is facing the the assholes you and I face day to day. True, in the huge guilds with relic nine pilots everywhere. Um, uh, you know, and that I, I feel right. like that's probably the biggest thing is like it's it's skilled players bludgeoning less skilled players or people who at least they're like, hey, I have minimum fleets like. I cannot believe the amount of resistance I've received. Actually, a few different people I've mentioned. I'm like, hey, you got the AG88 Cron. Uh, you may as well take him up from five to seven. And they're all like, but do I need to? I'm like, <laughs> like the IG88 Cron's pretty good anyways. Right. And uh, beyond that, uh, like, why not get your pilots better? They're like, my fleets are good enough. I'm like, yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> like, you. <laughs> You have a relic five. I, I mean, uh, to be clear, I, I don't, uh, you know, that's an elitist kind of mentality of like if relic five IG eighty eight is not enough. I, I just still, I mean, it seems like a great excuse to bolster up a good, uh, you know, a, a good like he's he's gonna be very usable too with Afra and stuff in the in the future. Like, very usable character. Why not just take the opportunity? But do I need to? I've talked to like five different people and they're all like i don't think i want to i'm like yeah well i, I don't know what to say <laughs> so it, that's like you run into the people that are like i need a triple the people without profundity still and they're like i need a triple attackers i i need to solve the triple attacker fleet for executor's sake okay well first order does it just poorly yeah yeah i don't like that one because it's not smooth enough which i understand because that it's not a great counter it works but it's not great it's like, okay, you don't have profundity. What about getting Bistin up? No, because that requires two relics, and that's, you know, I, I so I can't afford to do two relics. It's like, okay, well, what about Plo then? Because then you only need one person at relics. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So you don't <laughs> want, you, you don't want a triple attacker counter. That, that's, if you say no, if there's three different right. options and you say no to all three, like, what else are you looking for? Tell, tell me you don't want a triple attacker counter without telling me you don't want a triple attacker counter. <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, so it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it just makes me laugh. It, it's the same idea. And it's like, and I get it. I don't want to put relics on fleets. Like, I really don't. I there, no. Nothing pains me more than putting relics on a ship pilot. Strictly for a ship pilot. It's not like, you know, right. oh, here's Ahsoka who's going to be in your JMK team too. Like, I'm fine with that because you're getting multiple uses. You're getting out overlap, of yeah. Right. Well, yeah, um, I, got, I got Chewbacca up to eight the other day just because I was like, man, my ships could use some bolstering. Right. But hey, that also really helps me in squads too. Right. Exactly. Like, I have no problem with those pilots, but man, doing Plo hurt. But you know what? <laughs> I beat the triple attacker with. Uh, a negotiator more than I lose to it. So that one, that one stupid character was worth it. You know, I've been killing, uh, it's probably around a 50% win rate. Um, I've been killing the triple attacker fleet with finalizer lately. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I've done first order too. I just don't like it. I find, I find galactic Republic is 
more consistent for me. Yeah, it's it, it's always felt more consistent, but this way I can put my my negotiator on defense too. So <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's, I have a problem. <laughs> um, so you know we're we're a day away from having to place defenses again. What are you doing? What's your plan with Scythe? Do you have a plan with Scythe? No. I have no plan. No plan. I mean, I I guess like the the vague ideas of a plan are just it'll it'll stay on offense because my empire fleet's on offense. Um, you know, because my like I'm not I don't make any. It's not like a secret. Like my fleet has just been profundity executor and uh and negotiator for a while now. And, yeah. And so you know, uh, <laughs> empire's on the offense, and I I mean scythe should be with empire and i have every single empire ship on offense and so i'll I'll watch some videos and and maybe practice or play test or you know do a few things with it and if i think it's going to actually add value to my counters then sure i'll take it yeah i don't know what yeah. about you like i i may just so here's here's the catch 22 right um I may just, I was about to say I may just put profundity on defense, except for, like you said, all the assholes up in the top 100 that we're facing are going to know how to do the counter with Scythe. Like, so why am I going to put it on defense? Um, when, because it's not, it's not going to be a 75 counter, but I, I haven't lost yet with it in arena. <laughs> like I haven't lost yet. And I know a couple of people have lost, so I know it's not going to be a 100% counter. But if you're going to bump that 74, 75% counter up to 88 to 90% counter, I'm just not going to put Profundity on defense. I'm going to get a 75 or a 76 on offense. So my offense is going to be basically be Empire, Profundity, and Negotiator. With a finalizer cleanup. All right. Um, because I'll I'll take the seventy five with the profundity on offense. Uh, because here's what I hate, and it is when you're dealing with these non non ninety plus percent counters, right? Or even when you're dealing with the ninety percent counter, this is what's even more annoying: is it you can practice the counter a hundred times. You will win with it 90 times, but that means you're going to lose with it 10 times. And if you lose with it and your opponent wins with it, it's like, congrats, here's here's the potential loss. Um, so it's annoying. Like, exa- I put, I've, all week I've put Executor on defense because um, the triple at- and the triple attacker counter is more like 60%. So it's more, it's, it's, it's closer to even. It is closer to even. Um, mm-hmm. for a win and a loss type situation, when it ninety percent counters, like if it gets up to ninety percent, I, I just don't want to have it on defense. Um, especially since negotiator, empire, and profundity will literally kill anything on the board. Yeah, well, that's fair. I, I'm not yeah. um. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, if it does just become this crazy win button, I mean, I I, I feel like a lot of times though, the the reality t- 
turns out to be a little different than what we see statistically on GG. Honestly, like sure. I, well, I've, for the most part, yeah. I've stopped paying attention to him because I mean, I, I feel like I watched you recently lose a fight to to something that was a hundred percent counter, like it was a hundred percent win rate, and and then it just like it's not that you uh, like didn't skill your way through it, you know, like you you just like were worse than everyone else who tried it. It's just like the reality is it loses sometimes, you know, like surprise. Yeah. Well, mine was also <laughs> the hundred percent was ten battles before the new crowns, and that probably should have been taken into account. But as we'll talk about later, I had I had room to experiment uh, last night, a, a lot of room to experiment last night. So, um, but yeah, no, I I agree. But like the the negotiator counter. So in our guild, we we keep track of the fleet counters in our guild. So in theory, you know, top top five guild. Um we keep we keep track of the win rates. And I, I gotta be honest with the negotiator, it's about even with what dot gg is showing right now. Like in guild and TW versus what dot gg is showing for negotiator versus the tri attacker fleets. It's about <laughs> It's about even, right in that 65 to 70% range. Now, like we said earlier, that's not many people have an R7 flow, so a lot of people running that counter know how to run that counter. and So I feel pretty confident that right now the negotiator counter is in that 65 to 70 range because most people running it have the tools and know know what the counter is and in fact in some cases have a step-by-step guide of what the counter is um mm-hmm. but we'll see everybody is going to try this scythe counter everybody's going to try it next week so it's going to be really interesting to see the numbers i think next week could be honestly the the prime t- so th- this is the um this is kind of like the opposite. So, uh, you know, like we always talk about how a new a new ca- character comes out and we don't ever see it on offense because everyone just wants to use it on everyone. No one knows how to play it and they want to just use it on defense. Yeah. Um, but the scythe is different in a way because everyone wants to everyone thinks that it's just going to up their win percentage. And may, maybe it just will. But I feel like this is the opposite uh, in a in a way of being able like people say you know we say make make it your opponent's problem. I feel like in this case make your profundity your opponent's problem because you're not going to ha- they're not going to have the pathways to 100% yet even if it becomes or 90% whatever it's not going to be optimized yet we don't know yeah. what how it's going to do in a month's time maybe it'll have solved profundity and it's not going to be wise to put profundity down but right now people are going to make missteps they're going to be unsure on what to do they're going to not they won't know the prime the best build and i feel like on defense that that's a that's a great opportunity for you to maybe score a couple extra banners uh if if yeah. uh, you're so inclined yeah um speaking of defense <laughs> don't split your empire fleets and try and create two yeah don't do that (laughs) don't don't do that 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 won't help anyone um try not to be stupid folks (laughs) because (laughs) it's like the profundity without millennium falcon remember how that was a hot craze for like the first week after profundity you know like people are like yeah this is a smart idea and smart 
that I say this and I make this joke, but Blade legitimately still does it. <laughs> he places his profundity on defense and keeps his Falcon for the try attacker fleet, or he'll use his profundity on offense and just use it to kill like the Radis, and then he uses Biston for the try attacker fleet. You know, you know, I I just I just I find myself unsurprised, uh, and and I also have to say that it is so tantalizingly close. I say don't be stupid, but I, you know, and I, to me, it's so obvious. Like this doesn't this doesn't like this just makes one counter better. Like it seems obvious right. to me, but it like. To some people, it's going to make it look like, hey, I could run two Empire fleets. And I, I get that. <laughs> and honestly, like, if you don't have TIE Interceptor or something, may- maybe you could do something like right. that. You have to have some, two somewhat mediocre, but somewhat effective Empire fleets. But, uh, I mean, like, the Rebels one is just so tantalizingly close, you know? It, it, it is. It's close. But, oh, man, is it just missing out? It, it's just one it's one ship it's one right. ship and profundity is so strong that you could almost do without that one ship almost yes. like i, I was yes. thinking about it like you know we, we keep talking about the stupid ro- red five rumors and i don't want to like have this dominate the it's gonna be a resistance but... yeah you <laughs> blah 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 so um <laughs> uh, well i was just thinking about uh, Red Five, maybe it would go with Radis. Uh, probably not. Like it's kind of a weird timeline, you know, continuity. Yeah. But I mean, CG does weird things. So, uh, but if you if you did that, then Falcon could probably just slide back over to home one, and then you'd have your your good <laughs> fleet. Like, I mean, I think it's more likely that you have that you have Red Five go with home one eventually, if that's what happens. But anyways, it's just a uh, yeah. Just a just a random thought that I had. Um, I don't know. Are you excited about having Scythe? Like, is uh, this is this fun to you? I'm just curious. It's excited is a strong word. Like, I don't care about the ship at all. To be clear, um, <clears throat> like there are cool Star Wars ships. This one's like, yeah, okay, yeah, added it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, Sure. In terms of the kit, I yeah, yeah, it's 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 fine. Um, it's like it, if you were to ask me six months ago what what I think fleets needed, this is probably not what I would have said. But at the same time, it made the empire stronger and. So we have a stronger fleet. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. Just not, you know, jumping jumping out of my seat for it. Here, let, let's uh, let me reframe it just a little bit then. Um, because yeah, it's kind of fun. It's like, hey, we have a new toy that's actually relevant. Um, right. What? How do you feel it compares power wise to the interceptor, like in terms of its overall impact on? the fleet that it's going to be used on well i haven't used the interceptor once yet today so it's probably i i think it it probably has equaled the interceptor um okay. yeah I, i'd say it equaled the interceptor because it elevated the empire fleet just a little more 
Because it's now the empire now empire is beating profundity and executor. Like that's even if it's not a one hundred percent counter, you can button mash your way into killing at least two ships on an executor fleet now. Where with the old empire, I I wouldn't say that. So, I I, I think it it is on par with the interceptor, and it actually elevated the empire even further. Interesting. I mean, yeah. So I guess you could use it with, if you're using it with the interceptor, then you actually did use the interceptor, even if you don't actually take it in. Uh, Just because you have, if you have Vader has the lead, then you're going to get your fast reinforcement. Against Profundity, of course, you don't get a fast reinforcement because Profundity gives the middle finger to that idea. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) And Uh, frankly, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I just... I I will say this though I don't feel like there's the kind of palpable excitement about this. I, this is just like the feel of other people. So the, I'm not saying that it's true because people like, especially mass like big groups of people get it wrong so often. Right. Uh, right. You know, myself included. I just um, the, everyone was so excited for the interceptor. I, I think because Empire was like, uh, it's okay. It's like. You know, the power lines yeah. just kind of just like slam shut on, you know, like sometimes if people want to be daring, they could try to kill like negotiator with their empire, you know, and yeah. and then Interceptor came out and it was like, oh, wow, this actually does a lot of good. Like this, this play takes it real close to as good as executor kind of thing. Um, And. I feel like the scythe, the biggest complaint I've heard, or the biggest anything I've heard from anyone, the sentiment is just like, huh, cool, I unlocked a ship so that we can put them in platoons. <laughs> well, there, there is that. I um, mean, I, I, and there's no escaping it. Like, CG, if they ever wanted to make platoons, like, just, like, I've always kind of been a little annoyed. I'm okay with platoons because that's just how it's always been. But yeah. if CG wanted to draw negative attention to platoons one more time, um, <laughs> all they had to do was give us two full weeks of never being able to get our platoons that would normally would that would otherwise have been easily attainable if we had had the ship that was supposed to come out at the time. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That that's all I hear. Everyone's just like, oh. I, well, like just I mean, a collective sigh. Okay, thank you, CG. And <laughs> that uh-huh. is a very real sentiment, though. Like it's, hey, let's go use this in. Oh, we can't. Okay, damn it. Well, um, I think there's also an argument to be had that people are looking at everything through a territory battle lens right now. Uh, well, it makes sense because we're we're. Literally, it get got unlocked one hour after territory battles started. So sure, um, and it, yeah, the territory battles. God, the scythe mission today. We were talking about it just before we came on the stream. How stupid! How what a stupid <laughs> mission! Like, I mean, I get a couple people are winning, but it is such a stupid mission. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. it whenever everyone fails like that i always wonder like everyone i mean this is this is just like a a really prime opportunity for someone to run a a completely stupid counter like they'll they'll just run like executor with with uh with it or something and it'll just like 
magically make it so smooth and everyone will be like wow this guy's a genius you know right. like it makes me wonder if we're using the wrong comp or I, mean, I think it's equally possible or even actually more likely possible that the cg is just just like shooting themselves in the foot as usual like they're like you know what we can't we can't we're like allergic to positive sentiment toward us well they cannot so for the past year how many of their unlock events have been good? Like, you know, the highlight, it's like, okay, guys, it's time to highlight this new shiny toy. We want everybody spending money on this. Let's let's make this thing look good. And then you go into the unlock event and you are G12 against these, like, or R3 against these G11 characters. And they don't give your team mods and it takes forever for to kill things. And you're just like, well, this tune looks like crap. Like, why do we want this? Like CG this entire year has oh. done horribly at advertising their new shiny toy. And I don't, it's so easy. It's so easy to make it look OP. Like it's, I don't get it like that in territory battles, the Java mission, how mm -hmm. great would it have been if, if this scythe mission in phase one you know, all the buildup is two weeks. We can't do the scythe mission, but man, we're gonna get to we're gonna get through the scythe mission. And then you go in, and it's like the Java mission, and it's basically you go in and hit auto. And so the first time people use the ship, it's like, oh man, I just destroyed this zone. We're gonna get an extra star in this TB. This is so exciting, mm -hmm. and everybody would love it. But that's not what they did. That's no. not what they did, <laughs> and. I, I don't know how to fix it because I've heard from a bunch of the top guilds that are literally putting R9 on fifth brother uh, and they're <laughs> losing they're losing this battle like, like left and right. So I come on, CG. Come on. Like don't make don't make a fleet mission that we can't complete for a year and a half. In phase one. Like make make that impot like don't you think it would have been a better idea for them to just do it in phase three or something like make right. it so that you're like oh like it's the, the missions that no one expects to win every time anyways like right. it, like have have us give us an initial success and just like yes this is awesome because right. CG, cg is fine with us dominating phase one like they they've clear very clearly telegraphed that but instead, right. instead they're just like Okay, like just let us uh let's just have them fail and suck and just have everyone get <laughs> depressed. Like, you got your new shiny toy? Go out and use oh you're dead. Ha <laughs> ha suckers. Like uh, Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, and and like Prime Force said, if your guild has enough GP, it doesn't <clears throat> the mission doesn't even matter. Right. You're still gonna three 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 it. So well, I mean, it, and... it could be an easy free win for us. <laughs> Well, I will say this. Um, I mean, our whole guild, like it, it gets a hundred thousand GP, and so my my alt has yeah. been suffering from this. Of like, I just unlock random things, you know, like in ships that I don't even use and stuff on that account, and so now it's at eight point two million GP. Like it's starting to look like a really big account, even as it's just yeah. like, oh, well, everyone else has this too. But right, hundred hundred thousand each. I mean, that that's like five million GP for the whole guild. Yeah, well, legitimately, this this TB, just from unlocking it and getting to put it in platoons, mm -hmm. like, 
every guild that unlocked a bunch is going to get a bunch of extra stars. Maybe not a bunch. It's going to get right. at least one or two extra stars, though. So so why not give us a little bit of a win in terms of like, right. oh, I feel happy that all of that time, all of my hours and hours of slaving away as stupid, awful conquest is actually worthwhile. Right. Um, or Sarah slaving away as stupid, awful conquest. <laughs> uh, so speaking of conquest, just to kind of throw out there, I made the brilliant decision today or this conquest of you know i i obviously got all the got my red box and did everything on treasure nodes and got a bunch of crons and i was like you know what all all i'm going to do this conquest is grind sector 1 for the data cache so i calculated up how many crystals i would spend on the refreshes to hit sector 1 and I left myself with a 50 refresh every day so that I could hit sector three or four for the, you know, Mark II and Mark III materials. And then I just bought the data pack and saved myself an hour a day of conquest. And I am so angry at myself for not doing this beforehand. Like th this entire week, because I got the red box last Monday mm -hmm. for this entire week or past week, I was like, oh, my God, it's it's still going to be three weeks before the next conquest and I have to grind again. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> like, how did I not do this sooner? Damn it. <laughs> okay. So let's be clear. What, which thing did you buy? What, what thing made your life better? Just the, just, the data cache, the data cache packs that were available for like the, Oh, the first week. Yeah. 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 I just, I added up the crystals I would have spent on refreshes, bought that number of data cache packs. I did the math. And you know both the uh, both hitting sector one node and buying the pack is kind of RNG. Um, and I already have twenty eight crowns, so I didn't have to factor in the cost of new crowns into it, like because that that is a factor. Uh, right, you you need new crowns, or you need you need right. enough crowns. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. I probably would have made a million or so more if I hit the sector one node, like legitimately. So I'm saying I got a little bit of a worse deal but to save an hour a day of going in and hitting auto with like eight different teams it's so worth giving up a million in data cash like so so it was so damn worth it i i was so happy when i did it and i was like oh man this is freeing <laughs> oh yeah i mean i i could see that uh um i mean i actually this is the first time <clears throat> I went pretty all out on on datacrons this time. They said yeah. uh, on both accounts, honestly. Um, I even I even spent an extra hundred, uh, refresh on uh, you know just for just to so I could grind datacrons a little more on my alt. Like I ended up yeah. with five, I ended up with five level nines actually, um, on my alt, and you know I I put I even spent some crystals to to buy some things that um. Yeah, I, I spent some crystals to buy it to buy a couple things for it because it, it's just just such a good, such a good set. Well, it's such a fun set, I should say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's good yeah. for us or whatever, but um, <laughs> it is. Well, we'll talk about that later. I don't think it is, but anyway, go on. Not to. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> so 
Oh yeah, good. I'm glad Sarah didn't take credit for it because Aldo, Aldo, <laughs> Aldo in chat was like, Sarah, Sarah went all out. Sarah went all went all out on one account to be clear, but I actually did, and I I went in. I even like went overboard one a couple times, and I was like, sorry, I did a couple extra refreshes so that you could um and just did extra missions. Like <laughs> I'm like you here's here's an extra thirty more uh thirty more whatevers to to the end, but. Anyways, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the the datacrons have been have been really interesting actually this this season, and I don't know, I'm my my alt is all in disarray right now because there are so many rabbit trails I want to chase, actually, like so 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 yeah. so many because they're all fun, um. I, I don't know if you want to transition to talking about set six yet, but we we finally got to see it in both in territory wars or in GAC and in territory wars. Yeah, so. I I so I still am really excited with how they did set six. Like this this is not a knock on the set and the mechanics. My problem with set six is it's so hard to get those mechanics. <laughs> like, um. It, it's just, I have put so many re-rolls into all these crons, and I, to be clear, I don't buy the re-roll packs. I haven't bought a single one um, for this set. I just hit Sector 5 a lot in that first week while I was still hitting Conquest for the re-roll materials and all that garbage. And there's just going to be some counters that I don't have. Like, it, that's what it's going to be. I have what 12 12 of the level nines and i still won't just won't have some of the counters hmm. which as someone that puts so much time into building the crowns that's frustrating to me but at the same time i love this set and what they did with it so it's kind of like this catch-22 of i love it no i don't i'm so angry at it but I love it. And it's, I, I think it's going to cause a lot of frustration for the people that didn't get 72 million cash from the dusting of their last set, because that was a big part of why I was able to do what I did because I got 72 million on the dust. Um, I can't imagine people that didn't get that amount. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got as, as much as I could too. I think I ended up wasting I don't know, maybe around five million, something like that. But otherwise, yeah, yeah, I, I was able to I was able to get the full, full most of the value of my dusting. Though so, I mean, as as time continues forward, like I I doubt that it'll end up being possible to get. You know, I'll eventually just have a pretty big loss. But right. Um. All right. So all right, t tell me this in your in your time because you know you and I have been playing with datacrons for a while now, and and uh, you know we spent some money to facilitate and it facilitated and everything um yeah but so i mean it sounds like i know the answer but i'm gonna let you answer regardless uh for if you have to spend money on datacrons if you're going yeah. to spend money on datacrons uh what's what's the hierarchy what what's the thing that you think is best the most cost effective way to spend actual money and that includes you know buying crystals or whatever sure um 
on Datacrons. If you wanted to get an edge, I'm not saying that people should, to be clear, <laughs> before I have a whole, you know, like outrage, everyone just like riots here. But I mean, we're, we're all competitive players. Maybe we're not all competitive, but if, we, if we're interested yeah. in competitive play, that's actually a topic worth probably at least thinking on a little. Yeah. Um, so still 100% would do through the 100s of refreshes on Conquest until you get the red box. 100%. Not, it's not a question. And, man, we get into this fight every once in a while on our Alliance, um, <laughs> you know, Alliance Discord channel. Because there's a couple of guilds in the Alliance. Like, Clones is extremely competitive. And then you have Bad Batch, which is extremely competitive, just the lower GP. And then you start going lower, and we have a couple of the lower, you know, guilds in there. So every once in a while, somebody in the lower guild will be like, man, you can do this feat on this node that's not a treasure node. And it erupts into, like, World War Three. in that, why are you doing feats on that aren't on treasure nodes? And I kind of... Oh, my Lord, people get that. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's... It's a it's a competitive guild. Right, right. Uh, it's, okay. it's internet internet keyboards in a competitive setting um but yeah. I, I mean there is a lot a good point to a lot of it in that if you're trying to be as min max as possible you can do the feats on the nodes as you're driving through you know the the board but then you should be doing all of your feats on the treasure node like you do your one pass and what I found best for Conquest is I use all my GLs to three-star all the nodes, and then I do all the feats that haven't been completed on the treasure node. That way you don't have to go back and clean up the nodes. You know, like, oh, no, I only got a one-star while I was trying to get this feat. It's, no, I got three-star, and the damn Tuscans are going to give me my feat. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say that is by far the best way to spend your crystals. The packs... Like the reroll packs, you're gonna see all the the high end people do the reroll packs. Um, that's not efficient. That's I have enough money to do this. But yeah, that's you know uh, because you can't. They're so expensive that you can't consistently do that. No, you could think of it as like ten bucks a pop, or if you're gonna buy a, a vault or something, maybe like eight bucks a pop, something like that. Right. But but like yeah, it's expensive. It's also a it's a desperation mechanism of like I, I spent all this time and effort getting Relic Seven Grand Inquisitor and Inquisition. I'd yeah. better I'd better not get stiffed out of getting a Grand Inquisitor Cron. I'm getting a reroll damn it all. <laughs> right. Well, so that I mean there there is part of that. I've mm -hmm. I I I'm hesitant though to say that that's the best way to spend like i think i truly think the best way is to spend your refreshes get get as many crowns as you can um and hit those treasure nodes because i spent shard shop on the you know the what is it called the mark one two and three pieces i i spend shard shop currency i haven't bought any with crystals this time um and I kind of don't plan on buying any with crystals going forward. And I was still able to get all the crons that I wanted and needed. So part of that is 
two sets ago, I set myself up to be here with the dusting because I got a bunch of materials from that. But if you if you do that for this set, then in the next set, when this set dusts, you're going to be right where I am. Um, so I, I think get as many materials while doing Conquest as possible is the, the min-max way. Sure. And where in that continuum would you say the pack for either materials? Uh, like, so you, you already said you don't like the reroll packs as much. Um, yeah. Where do you think that the the materials packs and the uh, credit or the cash packs are? Like, where do they sit in terms well, of value? Yeah, so like the cash pack is where I said where it's going to be less value than if you hit the sector one node. Mm -hmm. But there there is a time value to money component of it as well. So I absolutely went into it knowing that it's going to be less uh you know less efficient but at the same time saving me an hour a day was completely worth the data cash pack and so i can see i can absolutely see the argument of um i don't need to red box i just need to gold box because i bought the conquest pass and so mm -hmm. i'm gonna not do those refreshes and buy the packs i We'll never argue with that. Just you have to go into it knowing that there's a pretty good chance that's going to be a little less efficient. Sure, I agree. Um, I mean, you and I agree on on a lot of this. Honestly, like yeah. the best way to approach conquest is is absolutely like get your good stars on the yeah. on like on your way through with with Galactic Legends if you have them or you know your good overpowered squads the mismatches. Um, and then. And then just farm the hell out of your feeds on the nodes. Um, yeah. And do do a reckless number of refreshes. Um, right. That's 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 the that's the best way. I do think that the conquest pass is also just um, it's incredible value for you know it's the best money value you can spend in the game in my opinion. Ten bucks. Right. Uh, you get you get a lot, and you get some insurance about making sure that you can actually. Uh, actually get the thing unlocked that you're trying to unlock so i mean i think that that's that's pretty good i also think that in terms of just like out of the three packs the the rerolls the the material packs and the the data cache i mean you i i agree like it's the data cache almost sometimes depending on what the role is sometimes you just get some awful rolls uh you know like just a bunch of the 250 ones or whatever um but uh, like it's it, sometimes it's just like oh yeah that was that was pretty good and it's it's actually something you can buy with with a more I don't know closer to free to play approach to the game too like it's not just totally out there like you actually get some decent value for it so right anyways that might be the most we've ever talked about conquest in any of our podcasts solo <laughs> uh, I I feel like we complained about it a lot in at least one of them um sure well i mean I, okay let's let's say that's the most constructively we, we've talked Fair. to constructively okay. yeah, yeah. about conquest well because honestly like conquest is becoming or i mean it's be it has been for a while but it is like whether or not you and i enjoy it which i don't think either of us like take great joy in it necessarily <laughs> right. but it is a cornerstone it is a foundationally important aspect to competitive play at this point yeah, I, I don't enjoy it, but there's a reason I do it. Uh, that's 
you know, Absolutely. You, you, you need to, whether it's to get the scythe or the new shiny character or to get the Krons, like you have to. Um, right. I mean, you know, Calvin always talks about uh, leg day, you know, like with mods right. and stuff. And uh, I think I, I honestly feel like conquest is the new leg day. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Though, don't forget your mods. <laughs> oh yeah, don't That's don't funny. neglect don't neglect your other leg. Dave. Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. You're right. You're right though. Mod, mods are super important. I've I've been I've actually been really focusing on mods lately as well. Just trying to yeah, trying to I, I'm like out of mods after the year of getting a oh million characters. I I'm just like. I don't have mods for you. Like, go away. Come back in a year. I might have something for you. Yeah, it's um, man. the The most frustrating thing that's probably happened in the last couple of weeks is instead of investing in the quote unquote good mods, like, all right, here's what I need to reroll. Here's you know, let me try and turn this twenty into a twenty five. I've spent so much time trying to. 6e and then reroll the mods that are now needed for all the new characters like oh i just got ipd up to seven because i have the level nine cron oh i don't have 6e mods on him i don't have 6e mods to give him well crap here's going to be the resources to 6e his mods for the next four months i know fake c3po is just gonna yep. have to live with with five dot mods just like real c3po <laughs> 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 there's a reason god invented the mechanic on c3po to give him plus 20 speed it's so that right. we don't have to so we don't have to put extra 60 mods on him <laughs> oh man yeah and and, and thank god for the afro bonus turn cron now <laughs> That's... Oh, yeah yeah i know i know she's she's like you don't you don't need her to be fast because she starts with 100 percent turn meter and then she right. just takes bonus turns she's like she's like dash like you may as well just put her best sets on without having to worry about yeah. any kind of speed like worry about speed the speed debate in four months or three months or however long but right i mean not that many people have afra she's not she's not even farmable at this point for most people uh, right. I, I mean, I don't have her yet. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe tomorrow. That's when the, the sauna will become. I, I don't think it'll be tomorrow. If okay, here's a quest. I'm sorry, I'm tangenting us for just one <laughs> second. It, so this week, CG should be back from their break. Um, they like, should be. That, that's the projected time, I should say. I'm not trying to prescribe anything for them, though they prescribe enough for me. However, uh, I think that they're supposed to be back this week. Do you think that this week we get the sauna farm? Farmable. I think yes, but I'm not holding my breath. Okay. Uh, that's probably the best way to put it like i think we we should they this week should be the first week that she's supposed to be farmable um we'll see if it actually happens we'll see uh, because i'm i you know they there we haven't heard a peep we haven't heard a single peep out of them um and, which and... is fair for their vacation but 
they're back. Like they they are back right. in the office now. Their vacation's over. Um, yeah, I I say give them a day or two to give back to the yeah. office and stretch their legs and you know come up with the schedule on who gets the laptop first. You know. Yeah. But but yeah, you're right. Like it needs to be soon. How how upset would you be? Well, upset is probably the wrong word, frankly. But like. It seems like that would be an important thing for this week that they would get the like sauna to be farmable. Um, do you think that's even on their agenda? Do you think they're even gonna? Do you think they're even considering it? Uh, I think that are they considering it? Um, it's probably just on a schedule somewhere. I, like they I'm probably sure stopped considering it before Christmas. But. I'm sure they made a schedule somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's I'm gonna be interested to see when <clears throat> um uh what's gonna be in their first update like is it just gonna be here sauna farmable which i would be okay with to be clear i don't i don't want anything new quite frankly other than bug fixes and give me sauna farmable um yeah. like because we're we're a week and a half ish into into this um and i kind of want a slow month i i want a slow month i want sauna to be farmable and then just let us coast for the next month because there's a lot of catching up to do um especially with this datacron set like i kind of feel like this datacron set with cg saying we're gonna overload them with so much to do that we can take a vacation and not do anything like release any major updates and they're still going to be chasing like i feel like that's what this datacron set is because that's how i feel as i'm chasing it so i'm kind of hoping that's what it is like they're just going to say yeah go chase these characters you need 18 of them at r7 and then we'll be back and we'll give you something new in a month and a half right well and honestly like i it's a really interesting dynamic right now, actually, in the game, because the, the Krakens are also playing happily because they get to bail their guild out uh, in territory battles. Like, I, I've i seen a few whales and Krakens who are just like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll relic nine this crap character. I'm like, that's like your seventh. Th thank you. But, <clears throat> like, let other people do something. They're like, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm like, all right, I'll get CLS. It's fine like right like that right right now everyone is happily farming is all i'm saying like no one wants something new like the new right. i'm curious to know what's happening next but i could use a solid month or two to just fatten up my roster like really shore up some of my teams i don't really think that that's in cg's uh plan frankly like i, I think we're gonna get i mean we're gonna get some kind of you know new project thing sometime soonish but yeah, I I could use it. I could use. We could all use some time to just. So I I'll, digest. You know, I actually think we are going to get. I think if I was, you know, making a prediction, I would say January is going to be easy. Something big is coming in February, and then I think we're going to get two months of kind of catch up from the big thing. And then we hit the summer, and CG likes to get the ball rolling in the summer. Right, right. 
Because um, if you look back at last year, last year was the busiest year we've had in four years. And in March and April, you and I were sitting there like, yeah, we, we need something. We need something new because all I'm doing is mm-hmm. adding relics to characters. Um, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if we kind of see a similar timeline this year as well. Oh, yeah. It, it was just uh, when it rains, it pours kind of thing at some point. Right. I mean... I mean, it started, it, it, the flood did start like pretty early on with um, Second Sister being released and Ninth Sister and, you know, the, the Inquisition being released early on. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, I also do wonder like if CG just made this year extra thick so that they could have a year of of building other things. Um, you know, they'll still be releasing stuff, of course, but uh, I mean, we're getting to the point that everyone is catching up, and that that's that's probably the death knell of this game. Is if everyone's like, "Oh, I don't feel challenged. I don't feel like the planning process for my account is that interesting." Um, right. Well, yeah. I I guess it all depends on what the next big release is. Um, it's gonna be sure. it's gonna have to be characters, right? Because the the event team just worked a hell of a lot on this TB, and so we're not gonna get a new event in the first half of the year, maybe the second half, but like, we're not going to get a new event or anything in the first half of the year. Cause the event team needs time to work on it. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see what the next big thing is for us. And mm-hmm. is it a new GL? Like, do we get a new GL and say announced and say February? Cause if it's announced in February, it probably won't release until April. And that's, what, eight months after Java's release? Maybe. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Sure, I, I guess <laughs> I might be okay with it. I, I, I like... Here's the thing. Every time they release a new Galactic Legend, like I'm not fundamentally opposed to Galactic Legends. I used to I used to hate them so much. And I, I've come to honestly be fine with them. I think that they're they're fine. Uh they kind yeah. of they were kind of necessary for the game anyway. So what whatever. See uh but at the same time, the the thing that I always see as like the the biggest like the thing that's going to make C- GAC a joke is when you can take all your GL teams to full clear someone. Yeah. I mean, that that's not for a while, of course, but we're getting, like, we're at seven now out of 11 uh, in 5v5. Like, if we get an eighth one, uh, that's pretty close. That, that's just, like, this marching, uh, you know, like, it, it's... I don't, I don't know, like, someone keeps eight, eight GLs for offense, and they can just basically full click to keep a couple others you know, squads that can kind of, you know, fill it, fill in the gaps. And I don't know. I, I just, I don't love that. Not to mention like the, you know, you're talking, you're always talking about how territory wars is now that, that they're starting to, to build the super Titan teams again, or whatever the, you want to call them. Um, yeah. People are just smashing. They're like, well, like Bam doesn't really have a legitimate use. Let's just throw him on some random other team where he can maybe be like a, a role player, you know, like, yeah, that's 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 absolutely true. Um, just what a without a GL, what? How do they get you to work on something? Fifteen characters, right? 
are they going to do three character releases instead of a GL? Because right. I think that that sort of if you do something like that, it's it's almost going to have like a chilling effect for similar reasons in that if you're releasing three big characters, now they have to take the stage and that's three three teams that are being promoted up to like superstar teams and you add that on top of the seven GLs now, like is does that become too much? You know? Because that they're never gonna stop us making us put stupid relics on stupid characters to unlock something. That's just that's <laughs> that this is the way, essentially. So what are they what are they gonna use as the carrot out in front of us to make us do that? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's it's a valid question. I I don't. I really don't know. Uh, what what we're gonna, what they can do. I mean, this game. Yeah. I feel like as the game continues to get bigger, they're gonna have to start answering some really uh, difficult questions that they've never really had to deal with before. In in the sense that like rosters are gonna start being too big for people to actually be able to play them all the way. Like already, territory battles is taking more time than the last one and we i was already screaming please don't make me spend more time but they did (laughs) and gac if they expand it again which it seems like maybe they will or maybe territory wars if they did that that's going to be more time there's no way to cut back on that time unless they come out i don't know i feel like we on gambit uh roundtable we were saying like an 8x button might might help but I, i don't i don't know how much that would help frankly um this is a lot. There, there's we're spending more and more and more and more and more time on this game, and a lot of that is CG trying to make it so that we can use our entire roster, right? And I appreciate being able to use my entire roster. I would, I would resent it if they were like, "Hey, we're doing a fun theme called No CLS this season in GAC. Like CLS squad is off the table." No one can use rebels, you know, like, (laughs) like what the hell CG? What about the people who only have CLS at, uh, you know, lower levels or whatever? Like, right. I want us to be able to use our whole roster, but at the same time, I don't know how we get to use our whole roster and still, uh, still be able to to do stuff like still be able to live. Yeah, like like <laughs> to, to still be able to do non Galaxy of Heroes things sometimes in our lives. So yeah, so tonight is to, or today is the perfect example of that. Like I got home from work, I had um, a meeting to do post work, so I literally ate dinner while in this meeting. Finished around eight o'clock, sat down, and it's like okay, have until ten thirty, and then we're gonna start streaming. I sat down and I was like, what am I going to do before then? Man, am I going to relax? Am I going to watch TV? Ah, uh, crap, I have TV to do. Damn it. And then I did TV for the next hour and 10 minutes. And it's like, I don't have more time to give to that. So the question is, what do they do to offset that time? Because I don't care if if they make a something in a game mode increase my time for the new shiny fancy important thing like help me on the back end and take away time i'm spending somewhere else and they've done it lots of times before like we have you know Mm -hmm. the the simmed raids now 
They took away Arena, which everybody is still climbing, but you don't have to anymore. Um, I'm not climbing. But... <laughs> yeah, it's just tell my Arena shard that. Um, <laughs> but... I won't. It's kind of funny to me <laughs> that they are. <laughs> oh my god! Like Java, the the or not Java, the Lord Vader meta went away, and all of a sudden we saw four new names in the top ten that I have never seen these names before, let alone in mm. the past four months since Arena. Like, and they they're legitimately climbing up from like ten or fifteen to one every day. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, there's days that I go in and I'm like. Oh crap! My arena payouts passed, but I still need to get the daily in. Um, <laughs> and I go in and I get the daily, and right. but um, but it, CG that's that's on the player, not on CG. Like they took away, they took away the need for that time. So if CG want to do something that expands the time I spend in conquest or GAC, go right ahead. Just help me, help me on the back end and let me save 10 minutes here or save 10 minutes there for whatever reason. Right. I mean, I, they need to somehow. I, yeah. I, I would gladly, I, I don't know how glad I would be about it, but like it, it would feel, it would feel a lot less stressful to spend, you know, like three or four hours playing my two accounts at GC if I didn't also have to, have to you know do all the other things in game uh, on top do, of that do two tbs yeah right. yep yeah like it would even be cool like make make it a goal in tb that if if your if your account is able to you know get get like 15 uh you know two out of two waves you know uh, uh, like then eventually you could just sim it right like that like Make it so that eventually you'll get there, but you still get that engagement. I, I don't know. To me, or it, it seems like that would be nice. Conquest, after you've red boxed, let us sim the node. Take the stamina for my team. Let me sim the node. Man, I mean, I I would be so excited if they let yeah. me do that. I, right. I would be above... I'd be over the roof for the moon or wherever I'm supposed to be over. Like I, I would right. be super excited by that. I, I don't think they're gonna do it, but I oh, I guarantee it. you they won't. They, I promise you, they won't. Um, but yeah, it it, it would be the perfect time saver because I'd still, I'd actually that would make me interact more with their game mode and not just buy the blatant pack, which they probably don't care about me buying the pack, but. Like I would interact more with your game mode if you did that. So CG, help help me help you. Yeah, I mean, gosh, could you imagine? Like you get the sim button and you're like, I mean, it becomes like the new gamble pack. You're like, how many how many crons can I get if I just you know, if I get a right. sim, you know, I'll just buy all the crystal. <laughs> I'll spend all the yeah, crystals. Right. Like it, yeah. it just just make it easy for me to sim it, and I I bet I spend more actually honestly I I just the last few days when I was I was like all right they took the cash pack out of the store and so I'm totally out of data cash and I have a bunch of mats but I can't spend them because of credits and or cash 
And the last thing I want to do, it, like there, there was this one run where I, I bought a refresh. It was a hundred, it was a hundred crystal refresh. And all I got was a 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, God, all that's painful. Yeah. That's all I got. And it just like broke me. And I don't think I went to another, like a hundred, hundred crystal refresh after that. I was just like, this sucks. I like, I know that that was just bad RNG. I know that it's not right. always going to be that, but like that was my valuable time that I just wasted and I hate life so much right now. I just want to scream. I hate, <laughs> I hate, yes. Like, because, <laughs> because the 300 gets me like one reroll is what you gets. Like, that's it. It doesn't even right. get you like even close to uh, it's, it's just like you have, so it's fun when you have all the data cache and when the data cache dries up, then it's just like, I, I, hmm. yep. Yeah. But don't make it dry up. Let me sim it, and hey, we're back in business. I'll spend my <laughs> crystals. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Go Cub says I'd take that over ship loadouts. Yeah, yeah. The ship loadouts don't bother me as much because it's annoying. Like, don't get me wrong, and I wish they put it into the game, but I'm so used to it now that it's just like, eh, okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My, the muscle memory is real. I know how to get to the ships because uh, they've delayed so long. Right. Oh yeah. Exactly. I'm not. We're we're fine on on ships. I mean, I would like it for sure. I think that's something that they should do uh, and should be working toward. And it it makes it gives me long term concerns of like if you can't do that, like how many uh, cool things have you just decided not to do for this game? Right. Because because of this um i actually so i was reading through one of their their faqs for the territory battle and someone was like so what features did you leave out like did you want to really want to add to the territory battle but you couldn't fit in and they were like well but basically the only things that we left out were like a huge amount of uh like quality of life changes that we wanted to do but couldn't get to <laughs> right <laughs> and i was like <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just shouldn't be honest because <laughs> <laughs> just don't be honest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I do appreciate that honesty, and it, like you read that, and you're like, well, it has to be honesty because that's like the crappiest answer ever. They're like, right, hey. yeah, right. <laughs> it's got to be true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no one, no one would think that that was like a smart lie to tell or something, right? <laughs> So, but but yeah i just i'm like what okay i mean how many releases have been like that of of just like developers that everyone's like oh and we could add this and the supervisor's like yeah if we have time right <laughs> oh and the most frustrating part is they're on vacation now so like they, <laughs> we were going into what, our third territory battle where um it's like, man, if we only had these quality of life changes that they talked about that we don't have, and it's just because they've been on vacation, which we've said many times on this stream, please take a vacation at your humans. Everyone deserves a vacation. 100%. But it's like, oh, man, we've had three territory battles without these quality of life. So it wasn't like, yeah, we released the TB and then next week we're going to release, you know, a second update. <laughs> it's like, no. We released the TB and you're not getting an update for eight weeks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just standing there. Like they've already walked away and you're like, thanks. 
<laughs> right. Um. Yeah, it's. But we'll see. That's what I'm hopeful for this month. Actually, circle back. I hope they do the updates that add some quality of life into the TV. Yeah, uh, I I would love that for TB. I would love it even more if we got it for uh Ma or Datacrons, but you know. Oh my God! Well, that that's needed to be fixed since Datacrons were released, and you know, I feel like if that was coming, they would have said something. Good Lord, you know what? They don't say anything about Datacrons. They don't actually. They like... barely even announce the new set. Right, like like Meatface doesn't even edit the the announcements. Like he just takes right. it from their build and he's like, Hey, they'll know what zero means, right? Right, right. Which to to programmers and coders, it was very obvious to them. To the first time I saw the attorney out there, I was like, What? <laughs> well, no. yeah. The, there are people I play this game that aren't coders. Weird. Who knew? I mean, it, you can kind of understand, but but it just looks so unprofessional. Right. And I mean, it just seems like CG is like, if we don't talk about Datacrons, maybe people will think they've gone away, but we'll still make money some on them somehow. <laughs> oh, and they do. And they do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they absolutely do. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, so what was your favorite set six moment in terms of just, or, or even just 3v3 GAC moment? Like, what was... Uh, I finally figured out how to use Hondo the right way. That that was a good moment. Uh, that was probably my favorite moment of, oh, look, Hondo just beat this mall team with the Candy Crown. Excellent. I'll take it. I think I think Hondo had five stacks of armor shred on him um and maul with five stacks unloading straight into hondo couldn't dent him nice um so what about that that's that's probably my favorite so far what about you yeah i, I think actually um that that's probably my favorite too was hondo man he's yeah. so ridiculous like they they all try to kill him and he's got just just enough stacks of of uh you know ways to survive that he's like he kills all of the things that aren't gls which i think is a great space for him right at least in threes i have no idea how he's going to be on five so i'm going to make a video about about him tonight i think but yeah he's uh he's fun man he, he is a blast to play i'm like man i might have to just uh derail my alt and go get him first <laughs> and i can't argue um because he's He's legitimately a good player. Uh or player character, you know what I mean? Like he's legitimately a good character and he's Hondo. <laughs> right. And he's Hondo. It's, that's just good business. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I there's that. I I can tell you my least favorite moment is meeting the Afrocron. I need to figure figure that out for this week <laughs> aka um, the the dash but it's on afra cron i, I mean, the dash but it's scarier cron um because yeah, it, yeah I, where, 
I'm gonna enjoy it when I get Afra, but man, man, I I don't have Afra yet, so I do not enjoy it. Yeah, I I spent the whole week cowering fear with my Afra because like one of the weeks I or one of the matches I just didn't use it because she's not like particularly efficient necessarily. Like the the people she fights, she'll kill, but she right. she'll drop some banners and doesn't have great regen on them so far. At least that I can tell. I'm I'm pretty new with her, but. I also just didn't. I for somehow I missed uh, a square offense set mod on BT one. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and, and half of his you know charm, if you want to call it that, like half of his ability is like he has a mechanic that when the battle starts, he gets one hundred percent more offense. Like he just doubles his offense basically, right. and you're losing your offense set and a square. That, that's that's like a, such a massive downgrade of what he was gonna of his potential plus he's only relic five because i'm too cheap like we talked about last time i just or maybe not too cheap i just i don't have the resources i can't do it i can't give him more and so i i spent the whole this whole season or this whole week just like i don't know what to do with, with afra like there's some actually beatable jabas here i think i could beat them with afra right even, even with these relic levels but like bt1 is going to be down like i don't know uh 2000 offense from what he should be like <laughs> right maybe that's not a good idea. yeah 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 um, yeah you're right though man i and after scary in threes because she gets 100 percent turn meter to start with every time right yes that is the worst part of it um that's by far uh I wonder we'll how Huck, I bet Hux with the first order type pilot would do. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I when I ran into the Afra, I had already used Hux. Right, I saw uh, that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I will let somebody else figure it out. <laughs> somebody that goes before me, hopefully. Um. But yeah, I mean, if I had Afra, she'd be on defense at least for this first week. I guess, I guess I have to see the .gg statistics to see if there's a stupid counter, like stupid easy counter that I haven't heard of yet. But man, I'd put my Afra on defense this week and just let other people figure it out. If I had been smart, because I was, I was so afraid uh, with with that BT one, I should have just put her on on defense anyways, because. Then I'd I'd let it be their problem. Like, do they want to undershoot? Like, right? Because he still did some decent damage when I did use him. Um, you know, <laughs> do do they want to underestimate her? Do they want to over? As it was, it was like uh, she killed some like okay teams. Like I think she killed like a Jedi training Ray with Finn and Poe once. You know, yeah. Like okay, but I have a bunch of things that can do that. Like Hux can do that. It's easy, right? Um, and then you see you see Aesop like killing Jabba at Relic Nine and Chrysanthemum <laughs> at Relic Nine, and you're like, oh, you could be oh. so you could be so much more if you just applied yourself, Afra. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, I applied stuff to you <laughs> that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, don't, don't break. Don't, don't bring it back on me. <laughs> this is about her and her shortcomings, damn it. Right. Oh, man. 
yeah, well, I just wanted to use like it's just fun to have a character like that as a spectacle, you know. Like it's fun, yeah. on, especially for a stream. People are like, "Oh, cool, we get to see a- a- Afra," and yeah, there are think a few people were charmed by it or whatever. Charmed is probably the wrong word, but like, otherwise, I don't. I don't also don't know what she beats in. Like she'll she'll take out a couple like maybe she'll take out Jabba or whatever, but I don't know. Like, does she beat General Skywalker? Like, maybe. I don't know. I know in three 3B- v. Or in five v five, she beats Lord Vader and Jabba. So, oh, she she's gonna be unstoppable. In five, she's gonna be uh, yeah, so good. In threes, right. she's she just doesn't have like with the Kron right now because she can just cycle turns so much because the droids get yeah. so many turns. Like, yeah, she she's gonna be ridiculous in fives. In threes, she's just less so because she has her two murder bots. That's good enough. She gets another one that she summons, uh, but then. There's only a few that are cycling through the turn meter stuff, so right, uh, you know, she's still good, she's just not the juggernaut that I expect her to be in fives. Yes, yeah, in five, she's gonna be disgusting, and I can't wait. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, she's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, she is fun, and Sana yeah. is, is kind of fun to see her just time people out. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't like I lost to her, but that's because I, I hit the point of, I don't care anymore. Like I tried a nest solo, which, to be fair, like at the beginning I was like, I don't think this works, but now oh, let's see. Um, yeah. yeah I, other otherwise, and then then I took bad batch in and I easily destroyed it um which is what i should have done in the first place but we were on a test stream um well did you still still won that match was it i feel like you did that was your most recent one yeah that that was because i was fighting my guildmate and he was just like it's 3v3 i'm not gonna attack and he told me beforehand so he did one battle and then Hmm. oh just i won (laughs) all right yeah, I, I, I mean, missed that part of the stream when you told everyone that. I was yeah. like, so I was like, I, wow, he's being pretty happy about. He's being pretty cavalier about not clearing his, his opponent. <laughs> I, I am. I, it was funny is I still got angry at fleets because fu fleets. Um, but yeah, I didn't care. Um, I knew I was gonna win, so. I, yeah, you know, fair. that's that's why I tried nest. I was like, you know what. Um, I, I can probably win with something else, but let's try. You may as well. Yep. I agree. I agree. Like you you were going to do it. I was like, I I just don't think there's any way in hell this works, but, but then you actually, your first hit, your first couple of hits did a lot of damage to Sana. I was like, Oh, this this might have legs, but then it didn't, but it was where it was like, well, all right, cool. Like, yeah. If they didn't have, um, if they didn't have tenacity down, Nest easily would have soloed it. But they have tenacity down, so they landed every every stagger and every turn meter removal from Kara. So, um, but I, if they didn't have tenacity down, I I feel pretty good that it would have worked. Yeah, I think I think one of the more insidious things too that um that you want to look at on that team is you know the tenacity down works really well with. 
uh, Stormtrooper Han. Also, he has a ton of passive turn meter shenanigans yeah. that, that he messes with other people's turn meter as well. And it's right. just way less e- like Cara Dune. It's like she just takes a bite out of your turn meter. A stagger, take you know, it just goes your turn meter goes away. Uh, yeah. With Han, it's just like every time he does anything, your turn meter just kind of gets messed with a little bit, or it might be, but you don't notice because right. it's just a little bit. But but it makes a substantial difference, especially once you get to five v five. If you get that yeah. AOE t- tenacity down, very interested to see how that team progresses. Actually, um. Well, the problem is it, it's exactly like Adrad. Like, if you attack it with the wrong thing, it's really good. Or it dies to Bad Batch. Right. That's, you know, which I, you can easily put down multiple teams that die to Bad Batch, and one of them will be successful. But at the end, you can't leave it as your only one that dies to Bad Batch because it dies hard to Bad Batch. So... You know, it's like if you have Adrad and Sana and a bad Qui-Gon Jinn team out there, then it's like, oh, damn, I used Bad Batch in the front. What am I going to use here? Um, I don't know. I mean, Adrad is a problem, man. He is a serious problem if you don't have the right tools. Like, he's the new Geo team. Yes, right. More so, I still think more so than Sana. Um, Pro- probably. I keep yeah. seeing I keep seeing Sana getting holds. I don't keep seeing Sana, like getting stops, kind of like she doesn't just right. like block a zone. You're like, oh, I'm out of teams. I can't. I mean, yeah, of course, every team has that threshold of oh, <laughs> yeah, sure, my Hux team will stop every team you have left. But, you know, right? But but that's just because you have garbage left. Um, but I, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that there's certain teams. I, I don't see I don't see that team as a blocker. I see it as a, oh man, I failed once and now I'm gonna have to use something bigger. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I feel like this week we're gonna see a lot more of Sana on defense, and so I think I'm just gonna reserve Bad Batch for her. Like that's gonna be my plan. My plan counter to her is Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, I plan to use Bad Batch to counter every team as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Last night I didn't use Bad Batch at all, and then I was like, "Oh, here's Sana. She's the only team left that I can use this on." Okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, but it, you know, right. um. You could have like Rex Five's Barris in front, which is if you put Rex Five's Barris in front, I promise you I'm using Bad Batch immediately because it works. It works well. And then I'll get into the back and like, oh, you trapped me, you bastards. <laughs> of course, right. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have a GL for the back and then it probably won't right. matter. But, um, well, that's that's the funny part. Yeah. Um, well, I know in my my final match, like I, I was able to off meta so many different random teams that my opponent placed that I I only kept three GLs for offense, but I had two for the back zone. Right. I was right. like, this is weird. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Hondo. <laughs> and Treya yeah. and and everyone. Yeah. 
Uh, so, all right, Treya has been killing all kinds of things. Um, yes. But I, 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 you know, I even put a video out. It got got a ton of views. Actually, just just immediately, just because because it's it's fun. Like you get night, you take nihilist lead, and then yeah. ev- everyone who has Sith Eternal finally gets a payoff by taking Sidious because it's healing immune, and it's been working for a ton of people. The people who have been complaining the most about it have been like the top end guys who still can't do it because they're facing people with Relic Nine invaders. <laughs> that that is fun, funny. Um. Right. Yeah, that that's that's like, well, it's like Wampa. Like at the top end, you're not going to use Wampa every single match. Like I still find uses for him on occasion, but mm-hmm. I can't use him every single match. You drop down, not even that far. You drop down like 500 spots, and you start to see Wampa bull teams. And it's it's kind of the same thing with this Treya thing, where in the top hundred, hundred fifty, like. That LV's thick. Sorry. Um, but everywhere else, it's like, oh, this is gold. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I I, I fell prey to the vile depredations <laughs> of, of yeah. uh yeah, the of the, the nihilist lead. But you know, it, it it did enable like I see you still kill the the ads really easily, and then you can you can send in bounty hunters with Embo. Right. And call it good. Fennec. Right. Fennec with Embo. I feel like you um, should be able to come up with a fun ship name for them. Fem- Fembo. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I. So one thing you you want to think about for that Treya team is using a turn meter. You know the the twenty percent turn meter Quran. Uh, because if you're not going to use it on El- Lord Vader, if you want to use it on Malleus. It works really well on Malgus, but if you don't go first, as you learned firsthand, it's like a four minute and 45 second fight. If you go first and you can isolate Malgus before your cooldowns get reduced, it's a completely different fight. It's over in like a minute because you can just kill the sides because Malgus is isolated and can't taunt. And then it's like, oh, match over. That was cute. Um, So... For everyone out there, think think about having one of those turn twenty percent turn meter runs for your Treya team if you want to take on the very heavy debuff team that reduces your cooldowns consistently. <laughs> yeah. Um. Gosh, I I threw my alt in uh, against a Malgus team. I, I had a you know relic three on Treya squad, and they they went in and just killed Nihilus instantly. Yeah, I believe that. And I was like. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, Nihilus in that team likes <laughs> to get hard targeted. Yeah, they just like they did a bunch of big hits and he died. And I was like, I guess I'll try to kill the ads, and I killed one, and that was that. <laughs> hey, at least he killed one. Yeah, well, it did. It did make it did open the opportunity for me to use uh, the Jedi Luke lead with uh, yeah. Rev- Revan and Mace to be able to right. then. I actually managed to kill Malgus twice because he had the double, the revive tank cron thing. Right, right. I think I had six seconds left, but no, never a doubt, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was totally a doubt. <laughs> I thought that was sketchy as hell. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't try that. Don't try that at home, kids. That was miserable as hell. Um, 
Uh, here, here's a thing I didn't know. And th this is this is something I should know. There's not much excuse, but um, I didn't realize that Jedi Luke's AOE uh, that that his stun actually reduced max health and protection. I I did not. Oh yeah. I That's... I just like just just has been passed over my head for years at this point. I I don't know if it used to do that, and I mean he's been reworked long enough that I can't I can't be like oh it's new it's new like there, there's still no excuse, but. No, that, I just, that was, I just never knew. That was a day one ability. Uh, so yeah, I have <laughs> I have less. I have vanishingly. I mean, there's just no excuse, no excuse. But, but that's it's, um. Yeah, no that that's why I would always say when I did the three v three Jedi Luke counter, you should always do the AOE, even though it doesn't stun him because it reduces Malik's max health. No, I mean, and I think that's wise. And actually, now that you yeah. say that, I'm like, oh, I actually did know that uh, at some at one <laughs> point, but. At some yeah. point, at some point, it defected to the other side, and I had no knowledge of it. <laughs> <laughs> that that memory left for the enemy. So right, <laughs> abandoned me for dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. All right, we've been going for a little while, and there's a couple. There's actually a couple of interesting podcast questions. Not that they aren't all interesting, but we should get to a couple of right. these. Uh, all right. So the first one: What's the Omicron you regret the most? Like, if you could go back and take one off, what would it be? Um, uh, and to the same ex extent, what is the one that's been the the biggest surprise for you so far, or the one that you're most excited about? Oh man, it's a tough one, actually. Um, I'll let you answer for a sec because you've, you've um, had time to think about it a little bit. Yeah, I would. Man, the one I regret the most is the one I haven't applied yet, and that's Embo. Everyone that's applying Embo for is because of this Java team is going to learn really quick that in what five weeks it's it's not going to be good anymore. It's like a, a rented Omicron, but I didn't apply that, so I can't I can't complain about it. Um, there's hmm. not there's not many that I don't like or that I don't use. You know which one I would say is probably my most wasted one is Qui-Gon. Um, yeah, you really don't use use him that much. I don't, because I don't want to commit the heavy mods to that team. Um, because to make it good, you need the team to be like 380 speed. Because otherwise, Bad Batch is just going to outspeed it, and I don't want a 380 cam. Um, that's So I would say the one I regret the most I don't even regret it though, because I gave it a lot of use for the first six months or so. But that's the one I don't use anymore. In terms of the biggest surprise, um, I don't. I mean, probably Darth Sidious. We've been using Sidious for months now in TW, and everybody just kind of ignores it. Um, but it's really good it's it's actually really good when you use him with sith eternal um you know sith allies gaining max health equal to half of his potency is that's a lot of freaking health it's a lot of health if you mod him um mm -hmm. and then the oh, man yeah so sidious is probably my biggest surprise the thing is that's not going to be a for everybody Omicron. 
Like if, if you're looking for the sleeper list, like and that's that's not gonna be in the everyone must have it type category. But it's also not a failure. Like it's it's a solid B if you if you use it like you want to use Watt somewhere else and you're sit the turtle sitting there saying, Hey, I need to counter something big. Sidious is like, I got you, boo. Here we go. Hmm. Um, so that's probably my most or least used and the biggest surprise. What about you? What what is your um the one that you are least happy with or regret the most? Yeah, I mean, so on my main account, I mean, I think it's a pretty obvious like Admiral Akbar just never gets used hardly ever. Um, and yeah. I, I suspected he wouldn't get used that much. I really, I thought I'd use it more than I do. Um, at the time, I, I was really interested in different Rebels splits, and I've since like kind of just given up on it. It, it kind of just like I got the Omicron, and then like my interest changed for whatever reason, and. So I mean, there, there's that, you know, and on my alt, of course, the chirpa one, um, is right. Uh, I'd have a, it would actually be a fun cron if I put any investment into Ewoks, but they are just hot garbage and uh, for relics, and I just keep taking. Pepley was the only one with good mods on, and I just I think I've stolen almost all of his good mods at this point. So, just a <laughs> a, a total total worthless uh worthless yeah. thing. I think I think I mean beyond the most obvious though, I guess. And I hate to do. I don't. I don't want to just take a dump on territory wars. Um. Uh, you know, like the. I. I don't. I regret the one I put on on Cyan of Jingo. It, it's just. <laughs> I. I just like. I don't. I've used it a couple times, and honestly, like I've forgotten. I've. I needed it a couple times. It just like took my regular bounty hunter team with Bam, and I've just like had this like just fine results. Honestly, like. It's. Uh, yeah, if you're not in a TW guild, I, which you're not, I get it. Um, we still use him every round to great effect. So, and I can't say what we're using him on, because with this new set, we're using him on something extremely fun, and we have a big war coming up in a week. Um, his is great. It takes outside-of-the-box thinking, though. Um. Well, he's got some really interesting interactions. He's actually more multifaceted than I would say that than than he seemed like initially. He yes, so there's like a he still counters Lord Vader. Um, he one hundred percent still counters Lord Vader. Uh, B he counters a lot of stuff that people just don't think about or don't want um like so or don't want to think about you know so i think he gets underused by a lot of people i, I i'm sure he does um yeah i just yeah i i do think you need to have a more territory war my uh, you know a, a stronger mentality for for territory wars um uh, yeah. Okay. So here, here's something that I, I just I had this thought the other day because I was gonna apply the Omicron to Grand Inquisitor. I was gonna put his leadership on uh, because it's a good one. Like you keep all the purge and everything, and, and then I realized that maybe maybe in uh, six months or whenever my my alt guild unlocks, uh, Riva, that in territory wars we still might use Riva lead. 
even without a territory war Omicron lead. And so I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking if I was going to put an Omicron on Grand Inquisitor, maybe I just put it on his unique or, or his special, whichever one. I forget which one is better, but. Um, uh, oh. Just okay. a thought. <laughs> it was just a thought. Well, because, I mean, so do you think that once Riva's out, that they're, that she's not going to be the lead on, uh, in Territory Wars? Do you think Grand Inquisitor will still be the lead? Yes. His lead is so good. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, I, I can think the only situation where I can think Riva will still build, be the lead is against the gas team because you can get an immediate gas annihilate off but most of the time i can do that with my uh grand inquisitor lead anyway so i i don't i don't see many situations where reva takes over for uh grand inquisitor in territory wars okay well, uh, that, that's fair. I I just don't I don't ever see Grand Inquisitor used on in any context. Like so, last territory war on my main, um, they placed a bunch of Jedi Master Lukes, and I went in and killed it even without a a Kron with Grand Inquisition because uh, you know because you can. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I just I haven't really seen how that how that Kron really boosts the team in a huge way, but. Like I said, I I don't doubt it. I just was thinking about that. Um I guess the the one other the one other thing that I have really enjoyed that has really boosted me on both my alt and my main. I really like the Asajj Omicron. Yeah. Um the the healing immunity AoE is just so crazy good sometimes. It's yeah, I mean that's fair. I can't argue that. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a, I don't know, a stretch goal, but I, I have really, <laughs> I have really enjoyed it a lot. My, my alt was able to, yeah, it's able to do a lot more now. Actually, you could kill like I don't know teams with really thick crew on it, for instance. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for earlier game kind of thing, yes, reasons or whatever, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, uh... it can help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, all right. So, do you mod tanks mostly the same across your roster? I don't have a grasp of protection versus defense and modding, especially for tanks. Um, and also, what when one would choose a speed arrow over protection, etc. Just looking for some general guidance. Oof. Yeah. I, you know, it's generally, I would say generally protection over defense is your best bet with tanks. I mean, I think that's easy to say. There, There's, of course, niche tanks where that's not true, but it's rare that you see a tank that's like, yeah, I just, I only want defense. Yeah, you have to be aiming for some some kind of objective, but but yeah, right. I agree. Like you, you typically right. just want lots of health, hit points. Yeah, um, and also in terms of speed versus protection, the I mean, my general rule of that is 
just do they have an ability you want to use? If no, <laughs> you probably don't need the speed to get them to take it. The you know the the tanks that really really need speed are the ones that don't have an auto taunt and you need them to take a turn to get them to taunt. Like Stormtrooper Han with zero speed is not very useful. Um, where Zalbar with speed, not very useful, you know? So it's, right. do do they have an ability that you want to use or do you need them to take a turn to taunt? That's, then you use speed. Otherwise, you forget most tanks generalizing you don't need it yeah uh yeah just just thicken yourself up i think it like yeah just in the most general terms you want tanks to be slow and slow and thick uh, of course there's there's like so many exceptions and nuances to it and some some want health instead of protection i think early game especially though protection is going to be bigger bang for your bucks and then you don't have to put 60 mods on uh, right. to get the most because health mods are generally better like health primary but if you don't and you can always get if you can get a health primary you can always get a protection instead like that's always an option throughout any of the mods uh but you have to put a 60 mod to actually make that health uh primary worthwhile so you know protection is generally better uh, investment early game too and yeah. then yeah just the I don't know. A defense defense sets though are actually pretty strong. Oh, defense sets are great. Yeah, um, yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, all right. We talked about the three v three teams that kind of surprised us, but what about three v three teams that didn't necessarily meet your expectations? Are there any out there that you were like, "Yeah, I tried this. It didn't. It didn't work." Hmm. So another good question. Um. Uh, uh, oh, well, so I will say I, I used it a few different times and I actually, uh, the opposite, I, I was very impressed with your, um, with your Vader plus Starkiller plus Night Sister against General oh. Skywalker. It's been very, very smooth, uh, you know, 56, 57 every time, uh, even against the really crazy Datacron high relic nonsense that I'm facing very strong. So <laughs> that is such a fun game. Um, I, I've been meaning this whole time to shout you out for yeah. that. Cause I just stole it from you. I didn't, I had never <laughs> wanted to use it until this season. And then I, you, I heard you talking about it. I was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> it is, that is such a fun team. It's so, it's so good because they, they just can't do anything to your team with all the boost that Starkiller gives to ninth sister Ninth sister's just like, oh, look, you're tickling me. Yeah, um, it, it's pretty fun. So I'll, I'll say that that one surprised me in a good way. So c congrats on that. Good job. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that, there are any that I ran into that disappointed me this season. Um, not yet, at least. We'll see. So I, I had that new B188 team that I was excited to use. I don't I haven't seen what's killed it yet because that's going to be the determining factor like was it overkilled or not um and we just we don't have the GG history out yet because the round just ended 6 hours ago so right if it was beat by something simple I'm going to say that was a disappointment but I I haven't seen yet um so 
Otherwise, there's no no teams that really disappointed me. I will say, in terms of actually, no, th- that's the next question. Um, okay, I actually did have one team that I wanted to mention. Okay, for this. yeah. Um, and, and it, I mean, I'm sure some of it's just user error or fail to to recognize a place that I could use them. But like, yeah. So the one time I used CLS, uh, he just very narrowly failed to kill a mall team, which. I think that it, it was a little bit of bad RNG, a little bit of maybe misplay, maybe, you know, just like a, a mix of things. But um, then the next two matches, I never found a squad that I wanted to use them on. I was like, yeah, they could kill a bunch, but I'm going to steal, they're going to get a lot of banners lost. And I was just kind of like, I, so they went unused. Like I didn't right. use, I didn't use them. And the one time I did use them, they lost. And I, I don't know. I even had a cool droid cron to go with them, and it just still <laughs> didn't really. So, it probably you know whoever my opponents are next week probably just end up um, putting them on defense. I, I don't know. Yeah. So you're you're welcome. Yeah. You have some intel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next question is: Set six datacrons. What are some matchups that can be altered with the level three and six? Uh, and this is what I was about to spout out, so I oh, can go yeah. first on this one. For sure. Uh, droids with blind, you know, the blind level six, or scoundrels, depending on what droids you're using. Either one can work. Well, not blind. Ability block, sorry. Droids with ability block can completely stop Wampa from soloing an L3 team, or a sortie team. Because Wampa will never be able to roar. So he'll just, I learned, as I learned this this week, Wampa will just time out because he will never be able to roar and never mm-hmm. stack the damage and never be able to kill the sortie. So that is a pretty, that's a pretty big uh, altered. I was impressed by that, actually. Um uh, to be honest, like I, I didn't, I did not like I, that. That's just something I didn't really predict as, as like a possibility, I guess. Um, yeah, I didn't, know. I didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. Um, but it was great <laughs> once it happened to me. It was great after it happened right. to me, not while it was happening. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that was pretty, I was like, oh, geez, I can't believe, you know, but, but yeah, it, well, I, I was like kind of impressed and I was like really I was trying hard not to be like oh this is so cool because you were like getting getting destroyed by it and but I was just like oh wampa anti-wampa tech on sortie like this is cool um yeah yeah absolutely and that's a level six most people would want to roll off of or not care about and it's so good but it, it worked so well to achieve the result you wanted like that team can still be killed by a, a multitude of other things, but it stops the 59, which is big. It is. Um, <laughs> man, I, during one of my, my match last night was so, was like, I kind of just sad. I almost felt bad, but um, so my opponent was, was real tricky, put a ton of defense on his sortie squad, but only left yeah. her at fought relic five. Um, yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, this is like, 
prime wampa like i'm gonna just destroy uh this authority <laughs> squad and and because of all the defense i i like could i, I was not ramping fast enough it was it was yeah. like this this pretty scary thing and um I, I killed killed sorty within the last like 10 seconds um and only because i took it off auto and just jammed basics <laughs> yeah like if i had just let her let wampa just like roar to his heart content like what well, <laughs> sorty might still be here um yeah so another matchup in 3v3 that can be affected is actually if you want to use hondo against malgus so i tried hondo against malgus twice and it works really well until it doesn't and then malgus does like the big hit and you just die um so what works really well if you want Hondo to counter Malgus is to use the blind on his Hondo's level six or ability block can also work just not as well. Uh, so Malgus, you know, it comes down to just Malgus and Hondo and Hondo's like, you will never hit me. Um, and no. and there there it is. Malgus can never hit Hondo while Hondo's ramping up and eventually just kills Malgus. So that's a, that's another one that can the matchup that completely changes based solely on the set set six datacron. Yeah, that's a that's on my to do list for the next conquest is to get a new Hondo one that yeah. has one that, because right now the only time I've rolled the the one where you get a basic ability uh, and it gives you 100% turn meter the first time you use it like yep. that's on my hondo and it's mine like, too it's the only one i have <laughs> yeah well and i yeah. was i was like shocked i didn't even realize i had rolled it actually yeah. and i was like i didn't know i had one of these i was like kind of pissed kind of right uh but but it turns out i do and and it's so rare like they waited that one to be ultra rare and uh so i can't reroll that one so instead, I'm gonna have to find a scoundrel one that uh, will get me a that will give me another Hondo. But then I'll th- then yeah. I can actually maybe if I get lucky, I can actually reroll some of the stats and get him more offense. Because right now he's just all over the place. He's like, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's like nine percent crit avoid, forty four percent defense. Like li- literally <laughs> the old. I guess I do like there's two uh, two good stacking defenses. So he's a you know he's at that 100. is nice for him. Yeah. 150% defense is actually decent. Plus, I guess, you know, like the protection and like, I guess the stats are okay, but I mean, you and I talk about liking big numbers and you like them more than me. Uh, but I mean, when you're doing like 500k hits with Hondo, it's fun. But the the thing that that's potentially more fun is doing like uh, 700k hits. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you just can't really turn that down <laughs> um yeah no i i can i completely agree uh I, I like that blind idea though the the ability yeah. block was kind of what i was thinking but but blind is be even better on malgus i agree because because darth revan could shut down the ability block right yeah well i don't um, know if you want to use darth revan hondo against the darth revan version anyways but yeah. Uh, all right. So next one's what's a specific type of mod you guys have been trying to build lately and for what specifically? And with the meta completely shifting from set four to set six, how have you guys changed your modding? 
Oh man. Um, so I, I don't have any specific mod. I, I guess one focus has been Afra mods have been like, I, I need potencies set with potency secondary and speed. And it's, it's vanishingly rare. Like I, I just, if I, if another character comes out like that, I will not be able to mod them well at all. And even as, even so Afra is, is pretty, pretty badly, poorly modded. Um, that that's a specific need I didn't realize I had until just recently. Otherwise, like offense sets all day, every day recently. Otherwise, because offense set is so in demand right now. Yeah, yeah. I um, I have really been focusing on tenacity with tenacity secondaries and potency with potency secondaries. I'm just out. I'm just <laughs> I. You know, I had enough for a year ago, and then they kept releasing characters that want potency and tenacity. And so I uh I'm focusing on those right now, I'm focusing on those two. Like like you said, I always factor in, you know, a couple hits of the offense mods and a couple hits of the speed mods, because you're always gonna need them. Uh, but the the real focus is potency and tenacity with the same secondaries. Which actually, in some characters, actually want a potency set with a tenacity secondary, which is like a unicorn. Uh, you'll have a couple of them. You're going to look on your roster and be like, yeah, I got a couple of those. But if you actually look for like great ones, you'd be surprised how rare, how rare those really can be. I spent a good portion of my life farming tenacity mods, and I mean, I agree that they're pretty rare uh, for a lot of people. Like, I mean, they're still yeah. not they're not still like prevalent on my roster, but I mean, I've had a couple really impactful matches where the, like there was this one guy I remember that I was facing him, and he just happened. I mean, I'm sure he didn't even he wasn't like that great anyways either, but he had so many tenacity sets throughout his roster that. It shut me down so hard because all of the things that I wanted to use for counters required me to be able to land debuffs. It just so right. happened in that match. And it made such an impact on me. Like, I just got killed in that match. And yeah. after that, I was like, I'm farming me some tenacity. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had a couple yeah. matches like where, where tenacity has been like, wow, that is actually hugely impactful in this one little corner. So, I mean, I think that that's probably more luck than anything. It's just I, I happen to notice its impact on me. But Sure, sure. But yeah, like, you're right. That's <laughs> farming tenacity feels bad. You're like, uh, like another I mean, another potency cross, really? Right. <laughs> uh, like um, another anything cross? Because if you're farming tenacity, the only answer is you probably want, maybe you could deal with like a tenacity secondary on a cross. Yeah, but, but that's weird. I don't like it. I don't approve. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, likelihood of these ships coming out: Sana's Volt Cobra, Bad Batch's Marauder, Dengar's Punishing One, or Dad Bod Boba's Fire Spray. Um. So the Sana one, I I don't care about. So I hope it's not as much as the other ones. The other, ones, the, other, the other ones seem like kind of equally likely. We we thought we swore up and down both of us that we we were getting punishing one for Dengar for a long time. Oh yeah, well because they had hinted at like a new ship coming out in this is now two years ago in October, mm -hmm. and everybody thought it was going to be punishing one 
and it was not. Um, it yeah. just was not. But I could see yeah. as executor starts to fall by the wayside, like, oh, here's a refresh. Here's here's the punishing one. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I could see that. And I think with Bad Batch's broader, the the thing that we talked about, this is uh, we talk we've talked about this a few times. Uh, just where does it go? Like, if they're gonna bring this ship in, what fleet does it go to? They're not really rebels. They're not really Galactic Republic. They're not really. They're not smugglers. They're not. I mean, I guess they're technically bounty hunters. Like you can classify them as a bounty hunter without getting into spoilers. Um, yeah, you kind of could. Yeah, kind of. Like not. That's why I said technically. Like by by strict definition, you could. Maybe not by intent. Um, what, I just. What does their heart say? <laughs> right. So I just don't know where Bad Batch would fit. Like I would. If I could figure out where they would fit, I would put them into a category of likely to come and likely to come fairly soon. But I have no clue what what fleet they would go to. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that if Bad Batch are released, I think that we might just end up with, I mean, either like a new capital ship, which wouldn't be totally unforeseen. But I think another thing would be like they've been... They've been trying to bolster their fleets here and there, which I yeah. think which is uh, something I should applaud. Um, the Mace fleet right now doesn't really exist. And they they used to be Galactic Republic, and it wouldn't be a stretch to have them had worked with Mace anyways in his task force at some point. So I would look to that if, if they're going to come in and make an impact somewhere. Or who knows, maybe season two they'll end up, you know, helping forge the the new rebellion as well i, I don't know. right yeah so uh yeah yeah all right that that was all the podcast questions um as a reminder to all if you go join our discord server and have a question you can add podcast questions on there to be answered next week um all right Zareth, how'd you do this week uh, i went two and one i lost my first one um because we were both stupid. Um, I faced Dagger, which I didn't know that it was Dagger, actually, until he messaged me in chat. He's like, hey, um, we're facing each other. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was you. <laughs> so uh, we faced each other. And uh, so I, I got so hung up trying to kill the GLs in his back zone because I had a decent chance at it. It just like never kept, kept just barely not working, just not quite. And then I used so many teams, I couldn't clear the top zone which is like a big no-no. I've preached against that for years at this point. And, and still I did it. And then he couldn't clear two of my zones. I couldn't clear, there was, I couldn't even get to ships. So I, I lost, uh, you know, he cleared two, I cleared one and it was just a total fiasco of, you know, like he put way too much on defense and I got too sucked into trying to kill the defense of the back zone that didn't matter. Yeah. And so I lost. And then the other two, the other two were actually fun because that they were the uh, they were the two most recent losses that I had had besides the one against Dagger, of course. Um, the last two losses I had in five v five, and those guys beat me, and this time I beat both of those guys like a rug. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. So, uh, for I me, see. it felt good. So yeah, <laughs> two two and one. Uh, how'd you do? Uh, I also went two and one. So the first match I could have won. I should have won. But I went into it and said, I want to try a 
bunch of things out that I thought about for 3v3. Uh, one of them was Hondo against a good Malgus squad without the right level 6, and that did not work, which means I had to pull a GL for it, and then I didn't have a counter to a GL in the back. Um, then round the second round they i full cleared they did not full clear me uh they in fact they on their fourth loss they just stopped like they just stopped trying like no okay four four was the number uh and then like i said earlier i faced my guild mate who wasn't going to be able to really attack this fast around so i got a win right on yeah. Um, yeah. Good job. Well played. Right. Um, yeah, we're we're marching ever ever closer to maybe getting four thousand yeah. skill points before we get squished <laughs> down again. Right, and I have to put you. I have to. I have to step away for a second because, as everyone hears, my dog is going crazy and my wife's about to kill me. I will be right back. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll just end the stream right right this second. That would be kind of funny. He just walks back and I'm not even here.